What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. King Genesis, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, and you are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. Yeah! Ah, what's up with it, King? What's up with it, Queen? Hey, look, it's your big brother, Demont Pope, man. Listen, I appreciate you stopping through. Demont Pope speaks purpose. Hey, listen, I got a special guest right here, man. You see her chilling right there in the cut. But listen, I got to give her a proper introduction, man. Listen, today, joining me on Demont Pope speaks purpose purpose is none other than coach Ashley Davis Carter of leadership athletics. Now I'm going to let her break that down for you. Uh, but without further delay and without further ado, I just want to introduce to some and present to others, coach Ashley Davis Carter. Yeah. What's, What's, up? What's up everybody? Happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I love it. I love it. I love it, Coach. Hey, hey, listen, see, Coach, see, they don't know that we're a part of a community, right? So it's going to be a lot more where this come from. So, Absolutely. you know, it ain't like I just met you yesterday. So, you know, <laughs> you've been doing your thing for a minute. And we're yes, going to let the people know the whole purpose of this episode is basically uh, to inspire, right? Inspire business owners or entrepreneurs who may want to do what we're doing or maybe in different fields, right? But they may just be afraid to take that risk. They may be afraid to step out on and, and take that leap of faith, so to speak, as we did. So uh, without further delay, Coach Carter, could you do me a favor and, yeah. and, and just tell the people, first off, who is Coach Ashley Carter? Who is Coach Ashley Carter? And then what exactly is Lead Hership Athletics? Absolutely. So Coach Ashley Carter, I am a motivational speaker. I am a confidence and mindset coach. I am also a performance coach. I currently coach at the University of Washington for softball, a division one program, a power five program. Uh, it's my first year there. So it's been a, a growth, a growing experience, but I'm super excited to be growing and learning and reaching more people because of the platform that it provides. Um, aside for that, I'm also a business owner. Owner. My business is called Lead Hership Athletics, as DeMont spoke, as he spoke about. Um, so Leadership Athletics is where I work with female athletes, regardless of age, middle, high school, college. Um, but the bigger picture in that is that leadership, when they think about it, they automatically use the idea of leadership. And so to me, though, lead hership is about her leading her journey through life. So how do I teach her how to be the best version of herself, owning her powers in this world? What are her strengths? What is her purpose? How can she overcome barriers by being who she is and being who she is alone, living in her purpose? So I'm excited to be here about that um, and talk about that. So that is kind of my mission in life is literally to allow these athletes to feel their authentic self. Um, aside from that, I'm also a wife. So uh, as you know, I, um, well, you don't know this, but in my program, we talk a lot about foundation first and foundation uh, requires us to be many things in a lot of situations. And so in the back of my wall, you can't really see it hundred percent, but there's like a little circle there. And that circle is what I call my me wheel. It is my identity on so many different levels. It kind of speaks to like how I go about and move about in different rooms by having these types of identities. So one 
one of them might be I'm a wife. It might be I'm a daughter. I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm black. I'm a woman. Mm. All of these things speak into my life, which I hope to speak into other people's lives. So that's a little bit about me and my business. Talk that, coach. Listen, one thing I noticed right off the bat. You said coach, coach, coach 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 so so all around like you do this coaching thing so like it's like it's coach everything right it's Absolutely. it's like it's like business ownership coach it's like everything else coach it's like female athletes athlete coach it's like listen you are giving so much value and so much empowerment to women and ladies who are tuning in checking in whether you young in age or young at heart i just want to let you know that listen coach carter she serves as an example of what it looks like to follow your purpose. Y'all know me. I'm Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, right? This is DeMont Pope Speaks Purpose, right? With Coach Carter, right? So with all of those coach titles underneath your belt, you also specified that you are a wife. You're a black woman, right? So you got so many different hats as you rock that hat right quick that say her on the top of it. You get what I'm saying? So yes, you sir. wear so many different hats, right? But you were still able, right, to, to defy the odds. Uh, so to speak, right? And to become who you feel as though you were purpose to be. And that's what you were saying. That's what you're doing it for. And you kept saying purpose, right? And it yeah. aligns perfectly with what my mission is because I am Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. That's why we're here. So I believe it's a divine connection um, for us Absolutely. to be here talking. Um, I'm grateful to have you here. Now, what I want to do now, um, let me ask you something, coach, since you, you all up in the coach arena and you're all sure. about female empowerment that's what i'm hearing it's about female yes, empowerment not just female athletes right but but nope. you are an example to to even females that may not be athletic but they may have a purpose they may have a vision that they may be afraid to step out on and you're showing them the way to step out on it so listen man before we get to the next question i need y'all to do me a favor let about five or ten people know that it's going up over here listen if you're getting value already i need you to hit the subscribe if you're listening to us on the youtube i need Absolutely. you to hit like and share if you on social media, do whatever you got to do to get this message to somebody who you care about. So I'm grateful for you. Come kicking it with me, Coach Carter. Next Absolutely. question is this. Did you always want to be this is like a two or three part question, by the way. So did you always want to be a business owner slash entrepreneur or was that something that just came about as you became an adult? Right. Let's let's answer that part first. And then I want you to answer the same question. Like, did you always want to be a coach? Because it seems like your whole personification is built up in coaching, which I love this thing. So did you always yeah. want to be a business owner and entrepreneur? And did you always want to be um, a coach? Yeah, for sure. So I would say this, we grow up with these conditioned beliefs that we have to fit into some sort of system mm -hmm. that is put in place in this world. And so growing up, I wanted to be a doctor. Like that is where, that was the route I wanted to be. I wanted a pediatrician. Um, but I quickly found out that I didn't like science that much. <laughs> so. Okay. You know, as I grew older, what I started to learn is more about who I was and, and my foundation of like, you know, I have this innate ability to be a leader. I have this innate ability to want to speak life. I have this innate ability to want to inspire other people. Mm -hmm. And so I struggled a lot with being under other people's thumbs in a lot of instances. And so as I grew, I also struggled a lot with like fitting into different spaces. I felt like my uh, energy, my 
aspirations, my goals were a lot bigger than what some people were thinking. And so I could either build someone else up and their business up, or I can do this for myself. And so um, just recently, about two years ago, I started my business and I had a conversation with my wife and it was like, hey, I really kind of want to go in this route. Like, I feel like God is calling me to speak life Mm. to these athletes, number one, and these female athletes. Um, But I think the bigger purpose is that I struggle a lot with working with other people in this realm of them leading me. So I want to create something where I can lead myself and I'll have my my own accountability, you know? And so um, I would say it shifted as I kind of got older, you know, losing those conditioned beliefs and moving forward into what my purpose was for this, for my life. Um, When it comes to coaching, I I did not always think I want to be a coach. I knew I always wanted to be in athletics um, in some aspect. And, and, And then I realized when I broke down what really athletics meant to me, it was actually the idea of coaching, of mentoring, of showing people a blueprint, being a resource to people. And so when I was a junior in high school, Um, I was kind of making the decision between uh, basketball and softball and like, where do I want to kind of put my energy into going hopefully to college? Because, you know, when you're at that age, you know, the biggest picture in their mind is like, I got to go play college somewhere, you know, like that division one, hopefully. But, you know, we always have this this thought process like I want to go. I got to play somewhere. Absolutely. And so I went to my coach to kind of get some advice, my basketball coach. And and, and as I was in the conversation with him and, and let me tell you, all I'm not I wasn't bad. I was real good. Like I had triple doubles in basketball, like, me baby shack, you know, like I, I was pretty decent. Um, and, you know, I anticipated a lot. Like I saw the game differently. And so my coach, he would tell me that he would say, you know, like, I know you want to play at the next level, but I honestly think that you're destined for greatness better than just being an athlete. You're destined for more. And so as he spoke that life into me, I was like, okay, like he's seeing some sort of hidden potential that's in me. Um, And so in that moment, my junior year, although I kept playing and and actually went to college and played at the division one level for softball, Mm -hmm. um, I started coaching at 11, at 11, grade and I never stopped. Coach I never looked back. Never so played. 16 years of my life, I've been trying my best to, to, to teach these athletes how to first be successful on the court, but then I realized it was bigger and better than the court and so or the or the field. And so mm-hmm. uh as I've transitioned over time, I started to realize that the purpose was not necessarily in a bat or a ball or in a basketball. It was in the fact that I get to have that connection, that accountability to each other to make each other better. And that's what I strive to do every day. Wow. So, again, I keep hearing you throw out this word that I'm so familiar with and I'm so in love with. And it's this purpose word, 100%. this purpose word. Like like you have yet to say anything about finances or income. Nope. And I'm noticing a pattern because on the previous uh, interviews and episodes with my previous guests, listen, everybody is still in that same vein or in that same pathway, which they're following purpose. Right. And yes. impact. Right. Nobody had mentioned income yet. And so what it seems like, coach, is that all throughout your life, even though you at one point wanted to be a doctor, right? Even at one point when you thought you was going to be a doctor and that's what you wanted to do in your head, right? It was overpowered by the purpose and the passion. Yeah. Because not only were you good at athletics, right? You're a great athlete, right? But you were also great at coaching. You're talking about 11th grade. You're a student. You're like 16, yeah. 17, right. right? And you're coaching. 
Yeah. And, and and you falling in love with the coaching because you're able to see the benefits from the fruit of your labor. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And, and 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 nobody was able to put a cap on that. Nobody was able to put you into a, a bubble, so to speak, or a box. Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it, man. Listen. I told y'all, man, hey, hit the subscribe button. If you're getting value, if, if if Coach Carter is giving you some good information, hit the subscribe button. Hey, hit the notification bell uh, so that you can be notified. Hit the like, hit the share. Let your people know what's going on over here on the DeMont Pope Speaks. All right. So next question, uh, Coach, because I know they're dying to know more about you, right? So uh, yeah. all right, this one, we're going to dig a little bit deeper. This one is more so of a personal question. All right. The other ones were yeah. business related, but this one is kind of personal okay so yeah i want to ask you this what is your biggest or what has been so far what has been your biggest failure right and and what did you learn from that failure hmm. absolutely so i apologize for going there but i, I got to give the people what they want because they need to know the real Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, I, I don't fear failure anymore. There was a point in my life where I did, but I actually teach mindset coaching and, and part of part of growth is failure. And, and literally on the other side of fear and failure is a lesson, right, that you can learn or something that can help you be better in your life. And so um, I, I appreciate these moments, but I would say uh, probably one of the toughest moments, biggest failures of my life um, would probably have to be, I think, trying to conform to the world's expectations or even my parents' expectations mm. of myself. I would say having like literally trying to go on a path. So so for those of you who don't know me, uh, I've been on a PhD route role for a long time. It's probably been, <laughs> uh, I would say eight years. I'm not gonna lie. So, so I switched schools. I didn't, I didn't, you know, dropped out. I came back. I'm mm. enrolled now again. And, and I think in the beginning, as I was moving through life, I realized that, or I felt like conditioned beliefs that I had three negatives against me or three strikes against me, mm. black woman and gay. Mm. And so when you had all these three strikes and you, if you subscribe to those conditioned beliefs, uh, it'll, it'll prevent you from getting to where you want to go, or it will dictate the route that you need to be taking. And so I was taking the route of the PhD in the beginning as, okay, if I do this, they can't tell me no. They can't mm. tell me I can't do this or I can't do that. So I consider that a failure because it wasted a lot of time of my life trying to fit into what other people wanted me to be and conform to what other people wanted me to do. Um, but now as I've grown, I realize if I want to finish this is because I want to finish it. So I enrolled this year because I've realized I've shifted my mind to say I'm going to finish it because that's what I want to be. So you can call me Dr. Coach Carter, but because that's what my purpose tells me I should be, not because what the world tells me I should be. Come on, Dr. Coach Carter. Let me put some respect on the name, Dr. Absolutely. Coach Carter. And, and, and listen, you're talking about a journey is what I'm hearing. Right. Yeah. You say about maybe eight years you've been in pursuit of this Ph.D. So and, and I'm glad that you brought that out because some people need to know, you know what I mean, that it's not going to you're not going to really find success on no. the easy road. Like like no. like 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 Jeremy always always say. For those of you who wondering, that is, we're talking about Jeremy Anderson, right, 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 who is the reason why we know each other, because we Absolutely. are a part of the Next Level Speakers Academy. So check this out. Um, I want you to talk about the struggle, right, of going through the process. 
because it's not going to be easy. Like you, 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 we talking about a journey. It's a marathon, right? Yes, so, yes, so it, 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 it's not a, a quick race, right? So with, with going through that process, because you have a goal in mind, let the people know that it's okay to face the challenges. It's okay to sometimes have to stop and pause and, and press reset and then get up and go and continue. Uh, let the people know how you felt when, 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 when you were facing those odds of, of opposition, right? And, and you decide decided to pursue that PhD specifically because of the three strikes that you felt that you had against you, black woman and your lifestyle choice. Right. So um, let the people know that regardless of wherever they are right now. Right. Let them know that right now, this condition does not have to be their conclusion in the words of Jeremy Anderson. Their condition does not have to be their conclusion. Talk about that. For sure, for sure. And I just so, threw that one in on you. That wouldn't even. I like you that. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> nah. So honestly, when I work with my athletes, uh, we we talk a lot about in the beginning purpose. So purpose is big for me too. So I'm glad that you said that. I actually have five kind of pillars that we work through, right? So purpose is one of those pillars, and within purpose, we have to understand our why, right? We have to understand the reasons why we are doing the things that we're doing, then we have to determine if the benefits outweigh the costs, right? Mm. Um, and so as I went through this journey, um, I recognized in the beginning that I didn't have a definition for why I wanted to do this. I didn't have a definition for what success actually looked like for me. My okay. definition was conditioned by other people's thoughts and whatever people thought they should have, it should happen, how it should happen. And so I would follow a path that wasn't my path. Mm. And I think that's big for everybody that's on this, on this situation. When you're following a path that's someone else's path, there's a lot of hurt and pain mm. that goes into it, a lot of long nights that goes into it, a lot of financial, uh, you know, struggles that go into it. I'm in so much debt from being wow. in school in this PhD wow. program because I found I figured out I had to like, you know, spend time being a student. So I'm getting all these loans and you, you put yourself in a situation. And you're like, man, if I just looked back to this when I was in that moment. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. I wasn't mm. ready to take on this commitment because I didn't really have a definition for why I was doing what I was doing. So wow. definition was really important for me. The second thing that I have to think about when it comes to this is a lot of times when you grow up and you struggle with maybe abandonment or validation. And, and, you know, that's kind of my story is, you know, my parents, when they were young, when I was younger, seven years old, they got divorced. And so immediately I felt abandoned. I felt like I didn't know my purpose in life as far as having her own stability at home. Like my, my mom worked all the time. I never saw my mom. My dad was gone. He was never around, you know? And so I created sports and played sports to have a sort of validation. So once I did well in that, I would get some recognition. My dad would come around every now and again to watch me play, but he would never show up to my birthday, you know? Like, wow, But if I'm on yeah, the championship, my dad was there, right? Yeah. If I was graduated from college, my dad was there, you know? And so mm-hmm. So you start to have these thoughts where it's like, okay, well, if I do these things well, then they'll I'll get to check mark these box of like connection. I'll get to check mark these box of uh, validation. I'll get to check mark these box of worthiness and love. And and so that was the route that I was going on. But in reality, like, so the PhD would became that that route too. It's like, okay, if I get this, like my parents will be proud of me. They're gonna wow. brag to their parent, their their friends, and they're gonna tell everybody about me. And so that was the wrong reason to go after this. And again, that caused me a lot of heartache and pain. I wasn't doing it for me. I wasn't doing it for a definition of what I succeeded, what I wanted to be successful doing. I did it for other people. And so when wow. you do it for other people, again, you struggle so much harder. Mm. So again, uh, knowing your definition is important and knowing why you're doing it and knowing that it's for 
you and and what you want and not for what other people want for you. I love it, man. Know why you're doing what you're doing. Don't do it for the wrong reason. Yeah. All right. Don't do it for the wrong reason. All right, coach, we're going good. We're going good. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. All yeah. right. Real quick, real quick. Tell me about the three most influential people in your life. Right. And how they have impacted you. Tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as much as I talk about abandonment in this day and age now, as I look back as an adult, my mom is definitely one of my most influential people in my life. Um, What I recognized about her and the characteristics about her was that she did what she had to do. She honestly gave up her uh, expectations for her life and what a marriage should be like and what uh, support should feel like Mm. to, to let all that go to know that like I have two children I have to take care of. I have to make sure that they are okay. And in the moment, it might be that I can't be around, but it's because I got to make this bread so we can make sure that they can have a light to the house, you know? And so as I've grown older, I start to recognize that that abandonment wasn't necessarily abandonment. It was my mom being responsible. And honestly, to to this day, that is my biggest uh, value is responsibility. Like no matter what, I want to make sure that I do the things that I need to do, get them done. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do my best to get it done. If I can't do it, I'm going to let you know. Being Mm. honest and integrity is also very important. Uh, I would say my second person is going to be my basketball coach, Joe Mm. Hendren, growing up. Because, again, when the moment when you're in a youth, when you're in youth, like, so many things get blinded, right? Um, you only see what's in the surface. And sometimes that surface, we make it so much bigger than what it actually is. And right. and so for him to be able to kind of hone in to me that like you are destined for greatness, you have something in you that is phenomenal and that you can show to the world. And I want you to be able to do that. Um, so for him, he showed me that. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, and the last one is going to be my wife. Um, okay. You know, my wife has... Uh, even though we grow up, sometimes we don't grow up, right? And sometimes we still struggle <laughs> through some things where we got to figure out our own That's selves. Weird. And she has been with me on this journey for eight years and okay. she's shown me what true love is. She's shown me what support is. She's shown me what connection is. And she's allowed me to reframe my mind in a way where now I can see the things that my mom was doing growing up. But at first, you know, it was like a roadblock that would stop right, me from right, getting to right. where I needed to get to. So she has taught me uh, so much about myself, so much about what it means to have a community of support uh, and to welcome it. Because, uh, you know, when you grow up and you have that responsibility and you feel abandoned, oh, yeah. you want to do everything on your own. Well, forget you. I don't need you. I don't need that person. I'm going to do it on my own. But in reality, we can't go through life on our own. We got to have a community to be able to do it with. So I'm so glad and grateful for her. Uh, and I'm also grateful for the program that we are in because it's Absolutely. true. Uh, where two or three are gathered, you know, we, we in his name, you know, can't go wrong. And so I love that. So I, that's, that's, that's the three people in my life for sure. I love it. 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 So basically what we need the listeners to take away from that is that no successful person, right. Whether they're beginning to be successful or they're a successful mogul, right. Nobody, who is successful is an island. You got to have a community of people, right? You got to have a support system. So value the relationships is what we want you to take away from this. Value those people who see in you what you can't see in you because those people are who are pushing you. They're the ones who are pushing you to become what you shall soon become and what you have already become. I love it, Coach Carter. All right. Another one, right? This is going to be another tough one, right? Yeah. But the people want to know, right? They got to know, all right? Tell me, right, what people misunderstand the most about you. Because I know you've been misunderstood. 
That's an easy one. Uh, that's an easy one. And only because um, I present in this way more, maybe masculine, more dominant, people assume that I am that those things. And, mm. and um, I, people actually get surprised when I tell them that I'm an introvert, that I actually don't like to speak in front of people too much, that I don't actually like to be in the, at the head. I actually kind of like to be in the background, making sure things are flowing and going in the way that they need to go. Um, I'd like to be the support to so many other people, but sometimes when you have purpose, you got to step out on your on mm. faith and, and do the things that you're supposed to do. And mm. so for me, I would say literally my entire life, like even when I started coaching, it was the idea of, oh, she's intimidating or, oh, she's scary or, oh, she looks like she's mean or, oh, mm. you know, and so you have to live with this stigma where you start to say like, well, dang, am I these things? Like, you know, you start to believe it. Um, wow. So I struggled a lot with that throughout my coaching career um, up until I had another person. I should have mentioned her, too, but I had another coach who um, basically spoke to me and she said, you know, what you have to do is find the people who are willing to 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 find the people who fit you, basically, you know, the people who fit who what you want, your demands, your requirements, that doesn't make you demeaning, that doesn't make you intimidating, that makes you holding people to a certain standard. Mm-hmm. So you got to find the right people who want to be held to those standards right. and to get to their greatness. And so uh, she's another person, again, that helped me realize, like, these things don't define me. I am not actually these things. Uh, I just got to find the right people to speak the right message to. And I think that's very true in business. We always talk about an audience and even within an audience, you know, one thing that I struggled with in the beginning was like, well, who do I market to specifically or who do I say this to specifically? And a lot of business or a lot of our connections come because like people see something in you and they see something that they also want. And so it's called a niche, right? And so (laughs) in reality, even just like in coaching, in business, you got to find the right niche and the right people who want the things that you are providing, not you providing something that some other people, that you think other people want. There's a difference there. And so I think when it comes to business, coaching, anything, find the people who want what you have, not not vice versa. There you go. You can't make the people want what you want to give them. You know what I'm saying? You got to give the people what they want. Right. I love it. Now, hey, Coach Carter, real quick, before we get ready to get up out of here, I want you to please let the people know if they trying to find out how to get some information from leadership athletics, if they trying to see what's next with Coach Carter, please let the people know where they can find you and what they can can look forward to from you. Absolutely. So you can look forward to, I'm going to start with that one because I'm starting a podcast beginning next week. It'll be dropping. It's called Own Her Power. Yeah. Um, on my shirt. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be dropping next week. So you can find me there. Um, Instagram, Own Her Power uh, one. Um, but aside from that, uh, Coach underscore Ashley Carter is where you can find me on Instagram, Twitter as well. Um, my YouTube channel, Leadership Athletics. My business website, www.leadhershipathletics.com. Yeah, so if you want to find her, she ain't hard to find. Like Tupac say, ain't hard to find. (laughs) Hey, check it out. All right, look, last question before we let you go, because I know you're busy. All right, last question is this, right? What would you say, right? What piece of advice would you give that one person, right, that's starting out in your career field that may be nervous, that may be afraid, right? In, 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 In addition to all of the information we've shared, what would you tell that one person who still may just be a little bit afraid to take that step? What would you say to him, Coach Carter? Absolutely. I'm going to tell them the same thing I tell to everybody that I speak with, my athletes and or not. And that is you, you, you are unique. You are valuable and you are worthy of this space and this opportunity. You got to put yourself out there because people need to hear you and your story because of its uniqueness. 
Oh, I love it. They need to hear you and your story. So if you thought that it was invaluable or if you thought that your story was insignificant or unimportant, listen, you just got the confirmation from Coach Carter. It's a big brother, Mont Pope. I'm stamping that. I'm confirming that, that you are valuable. You are worthy. You do have purpose. And it's always purpose over pointless excuses. You see what I'm saying? Listen, Coach Carter, I want to thank you for stopping through, kicking it with your bro. You know what I'm saying? Again, y'all do me a favor. Y'all hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Like, share, do whatever you got to do to let somebody who's close to you know that they can do it. And in case you thought that you couldn't, your big brother, DeMont Pope, your big sis, Coach Carter, we here to let you know you can. Yeah. Hey, until next time, we'll see you in a minute. Hold it up. And remember, all day, purpose over pointless excuses. Yeah, we'll see y'all next time, y'all. <laughs>